Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry, feathered, or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 147 of the Two Bets Talk Pets podcast with too much talking and pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Romy Anderton, and I'm joined this week by a man who's had a very, very busy media week. He's actually just sat down for a tell-all interview with Oprah Winfrey for two hours about the uses of certain pharmacological uh, 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 pharmacological attributes to try and help with hair growth, to try and help out to uh, keep his moustache nice and uh, nice and plump and fresh. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Good, Robbie. Good, mate. Um, you're not throwing shade on uh, on Harry, just uh, thinning on top a little bit, I am, mate. Well, Prince Harry. Is that, well, well, is that where you're going with that? Well, gee I mean, whiz. That, I mean, yeah. there's something about stones and glass houses, but we won't go there, will we, mate? That's right. I think I've still got about twelve years on him, and I think I'm, I'm still I'm still winning in the uh, in the hair respect with him. And you know, um, I mean, mind you, if his brother's anything to go by, oh yeah, he's got you know, if, if if he isn't sleeping upside down in a tank of uh, of Rogaine, you know, in in a you know, he's the hairs are all agona. It's all agona. But anyway, that's a, that's all the royal talk. Did you catch the interview with uh, Oprah Winfrey and the uh, the you know Megan and whatever his name is, <laughs> Harry? <laughs> You're right up on it, ain't you, mate? I'm surprised you started with that because Royals is not really your kind of forte, but you've gone the intro and Royals, it's like, it's left you nowhere. You just start pop culture, mate. Get back to... um Ted, Bill and Ted, and then we're then we're all good, I think. For well, you. I, I did I did watch The Crown on Netflix with Christina. That was the um that, that's what we've been tra- trawling through. But we're not up to yeah. The, it's sort of just at the Princess Diana stage. You know, right. we haven't. Yeah, the, the kids are running around, but they haven't really called them their names yet. I don't think that I don't think Harry and Meghan feature in in The Crown. I'm sure maybe to come. Who knows? Anyway. We'll great, see. great real chat, mate. Great, really I'll, 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 I'm just waiting for the uh, for the commemorative plates and and tea towels to come out. The, you know, the, the, the nice. Oprah and the teaspoon, yes, yeah, for the <clears throat> for the Oprah interview. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm just I'm, I'm searching eBay and, and Amazon, waiting for that. Hang on, I've just got to cough up a lung. Yeah, no, well, it's good that you good that we can waffle on about this because I had a little bit of feedback from last week's episode, our twenty minute short episode that was between uh, you packing the car and oh, me, yes. me packing me packing the car and whatever we were doing. Very busy trying to just go to work, coming home from work, getting a short episode. Had a little bit of feedback. Uh, uh, my dad, um, uh, episode was too short. Too short. Yes. Oh well, there you go. Gee Do- whiz. Dr. So we got to try them. Gotta got to try Goldilocks this. There's a happy, yeah, there is. There's a happy meeting there. One hour, too long. Yeah. 20 minutes, too short. So got to find that happy meeting there. Not quite sure what that is, but it Have probably doesn't him? involve a lot of waffle about the, the Harry and Megan. But anyway. Have you told him that he can adjust the speeds on the podcast though? So if it's going to be a really long one, he can just put it on two times. And if it's a really short one, he can put it on half. Well, so then that way, you know, he can adjust it to whatever, whatever time he needs. Well, going on the way we do talk very fast as it is, mate. I think one and a half times be struggling to understand. I did have someone, <laughs> did you have someone come into a concert actually the other day? They, they are French. Oh, they're, yes. They're French. And, um, Oh yeah. Okay. All that. And, um, and they are uh, and hello to all of our uh, yes. our, our Gaulish listeners out there. Yeah, our, uh, three listeners in Lyon. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, or somewhere like that, or uh, I don't know. Saint Etienne. Yeah. Yep. Notre yeah. Dame. Carcassonne. Yeah. Eiffel Tower. Somewhere like that. It was one of those places. And um, and I said I, we're actually talking about um, brachycephalic surgery on the on the French Bulldogs, and I said, oh. You know, if you want more information about this, we did interview the Australian expert on brachycephalics. Um, you know, I have got a podcast. She goes, yeah, I listened to your podcast. Oh, I won't do the accent very well, but I listened to your <laughs> podcast and I could not understand what you were saying. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. She goes, you talk very fast. I was like, yeah, we do talk very fast. Definitely yeah. Australian accent. So I'm surprised we get so many listeners in Madagascar. But anyway, 
Maybe, maybe they're to, expats. They must listen to us on uh, on half half time, so that's maybe. why they can actually understand us a little bit. Maybe. better. But then the podcast to go for like two hours. Maybe even my kids can't listen to me for that long, so I don't know why anyone from Madagascar would. Hey, now speaking yeah. of speaking of clients and uh, and and not being able to understand us, um, I had a, a an issue this week, Lewis, where. Um, had a little pug speaking of brachycephalics a little pug that uh comes in and you know she has um you know she was the one that i um actually did you remember my uh my pug song about the about the trimming the nails yes 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 don't you don't you cry or you stop breathing and then you'll die yes um, yeah so, so this is the one Touching. that actually coined the coined the song over um and so she's in and you know checking her out and the owner says oh we need to um can you do her anal glands please i said oh uh, absolutely, you know. Can I do her that. anal glands? Oh. So, so I'm eyes light to, up. So getting that, getting my gloves, and so I, I, it was a bit, it was a bit awkward, Lewis. So I had, she was on the table, but I had the wall next to me. I'm sort of, you know, getting around in, in sideways, and I had the paper there. I could have turned around, but she was happier being with that side up against the owner. So okay, right, well, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it that way. And I've squeezed, and there was a fair bit of pressure behind this anal gland, and I had one of those times where where it squirted out. Now it squirted out on the wall of the of the consult room behind me. You know, it's just this spray on there. But the only issue was is where the spray was. You could sort of make out these sort of curved outline on the on the wall. Which was it Jesus? No. Was no. it Jesus on the wall? Jesus wasn't on the wall. No, sorry. It, it, yeah. it was an outline of my head and shoulders because it, it's <laughs> it's splashed straight off the paper and 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 on half of my face and shoulders you know um you know phantom of the opera style oh. you know all over i mean luckily i'm wearing a face mask in the consultations oh, Lewis, you know nice. wow right all over the wall and and the the owner said oh geez that that went a fair way did it i said yeah it did look i'm just gonna head over to the sink here just for a moment <laughs> um i'm just gonna sort myself out over here said, oh did that get on you did it a couple of bits did get oh, on there yes you know wow. oh. wash the face off and everything and then uh so squeeze the other side the other side is much less eventful because it was uh you know i had the paper in the right spot and you know, uh, I, was, I was able to move the body away but first time i've been sprayed for a very long time lucky that i was so busy that day lewis i didn't get a chance to have lunch so <laughs> it, it wasn't anything that then put me off my uh put me off my food fantastic It'd be like yeah the other day i had a similar sort of thing where a dog uh I was, I got, I think I'd, I'd got to work early and they're all busy and I was trying to help out and I was carrying a, a dog, just got to work, carrying a dog down the, the passageway for some reason. And it's right in my arms, decided just to drop a little bit of poo out the back end. Oh, it's gone, it's gone straight on the shirt, down the pants. Didn't oh, notice. Didn't big, notice. Big Mr. Hanky skid yeah, mark. All the yeah. Way. Oh yeah. And then, then Mr. Whippy on the end of my foot. Yep. Oh, on the no. top of my foot, top of my foot. And I was like, oh, wow. So right first console of the day, it doesn't go down well when you've got to do the full change into the scrubs right yes. at the start of the day. It, was, it wasn't a good start, but And yeah. how do you go with your shoes? Did you have to take them out and hose them off out the back and just walk around in your socks for a little while? Or? Oh, no, just quick flick into the garden, mate. Flick, you know? Yeah, flick, right. I was off. Yeah, slipped off beautifully. Yep, little Excellent. wipe down. All good, ready to go. Oh, it's so It's such a professional. So yeah. professional. <laughs> exactly. I, um, this week, uh, girls, it has been news with the girls. Uh, Estella's still away at camp. Yes. Got, got, a, uh, got a video back from her. So technically we are anyone who's from, uh, from Stella's school. And uh, we, we, uh, we're not, she's on camp, but there's no communication via email. There's no social media, blah, blah, blah. Um, we're allowed to send letters by snail mail. Yep. Carry a so, pigeon. Can you see yeah, it? Well, yeah, carry a pigeon? yeah, maybe it doesn't tend yeah. to get there. There's a lot of hawks around over the great dividing range. Oh, and, I understand. Down. Yep. And, um, and so we, we did work out a little thing. We get those little USB cards that are like a business card. Oh yes. Yeah. So we've got a couple of those and we've got one of those and we recorded a video, sent it down to her. That's all good. And then she's recorded a video uh, you know, we could send it in an envelope then, which is all you're allowed and all our packages. Yeah. And right. then she, she sent one back and great video, 10 minutes of her talking, except there's no audio. So it's <laughs> all her just like up and down, nodding away. So shout out on the show. If anyone is a lip reader out there, right. wants, wants to make a little bit of money, a couple of, you know, a bit of dollars, just translating or lip reading a good 10 minutes of the show. Um, perhaps our French listeners, perhaps, uh, you know, perhaps they're very good at lip reading an Australian accent. Um, then please let me know because because we've got uh, yeah, it's just disappointing. 
I think what you could do, you could actually save yourself a little bit of cash there by just going through and just cutting out all the parts of the video, given that she's a teenage girl, all the parts where she says like and you know. So then so then you probably cut it down to about two and a half minutes. That's true. It's save a bit of cost. Save a little bit of cost. So you just, just make sure they don't, because otherwise it'll just be like, 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 you know, you know, and then like. You know. <laughs> it was really good. It was amazing. So good. Oh, it's fun. I have the best time. That's there all we want to hear. That's all we want to hear, really. Well, they just overdub it. Ah, now oh. we're on it. Maybe you just get someone to overdub over the top of it. So it'll be like Money Heist or uh, or one of those other, you know, sort of overdub shows. It could be like uh, um, like, like the old Monkey Magic. Yeah, yeah. You I'm having fight. the best time. Everyone here is being really kind to me. Doesn't work when, when people can't see what we're doing, mate, but your lips are moving. Nothing's coming out. Yeah, trying to trying to pretend to be Michael Winslow of, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, from Police Academy. So yeah. everyone just goes back and watches yeah, Police Academy 2 through to 6. <laughs> All that stuff he does with his mouth. And then further disappointment, my youngest daughter had yes. uh, vaccinations this week, year seven vaccinations that, oh, uh, yes. that she has to have. You know, vaccine all done. Uh, no guide dog puppies to cuddle afterwards. Really? Which my eldest daughter had. Can you remember lining up for vaccines, mate, at school? I mean, was it really? I've got, I've got memories of lining up, punching your mates in the arm just to tenderize it up a little bit, yeah. you know, telling them how much the last one hurts so everyone else is as worried as you are and yep. pushing your mates around and then, uh, you know, coming out going, oh, that really hurt, you know, to everyone else in the queue that's still waiting and punching them afterwards. Who could get the best corky on, on the sore part? Well, my eldest daughter, when she yes. had it, you know, have, have the jab. You know, all, all Molly can't go into the room and there it is, a room full of puppies. Just, just a room to, full of puppies. Just to cuddle and take your mind off the horrible wow. thing, you know, after you've you know had the numbing cream put on the area a couple of hours before. Very, very different these days. Very Mate, different. I can categorically say Langwarren Secondary College, we did not have puppies to be uh, to be cuddling afterwards. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we were lucky if they used a different needle for each kid. <laughs> yeah, it was spot on. Yeah, or, or just... Yeah, didn't uh, a fresh needle for each one, but the um, you know, so I saw her afterwards and she was in tears, and I said, "What's wrong?" So he did oh. hurt. And she said, "No, I'm crying because there are no puppies." Oh, that's <laughs> brutal! <laughs> what that's that I, I did. I, I know what's the word coming to. Letter to the yeah. school nurse. Yeah, there's a def. Yeah, definite. I've written a letter. It'll maybe, get there. Maybe It'll you could there. have turned up in a in a little dog suit. And you could have just sort of rolled around on your back and had all the all the girls just coming, sort of patting you, you know, in the you know, in in your little dog suit. You know, oh, oh, that depends. Is your injunction lifted after not not letting you near girls' schools? Or? Well, definitely need the working with children check if we're going to do that sort of stuff. I don't think that's my that's not my bag. That's that's not our thing. What, what do you thing. intend to do? Look, I intend to dress up like a puppy so that all the girls <laughs> on can, my back, so yeah, they can tickle my tummy. Yeah, yeah nah. after they've had a vaccination. That, look, that, that's this not passing. Some flags for us. <laughs> this is not passing. It's all right. I'm a vet. No, it's not. No, that's not. No, that's no. But I did suggest we we had a little got a little. Uh, oh, I suppose a feral kitten in. I guess a kitten that was dumped in a, in the clinic. I said, "Do you want me to bring the kitten in so everyone can can look at the kitten hissing at them in the corner when they get reached the vaccination?" She said, "I don't think." That's going to cut it down. It's, not, it's, it's going to work. The, it's not quite the guide dog puppies. So no, no, we did. We didn't subject the children or the kitten, and no children were harmed or kittens were harmed during the vaccination process. Apart maybe, from the maybe, maybe what you could have done. Maybe you could have loaded that feral kitten up with some zilkeen, and maybe then it could have gone there and then been a uh, a nice, calm little uh, little recipient of some cuddles from these uh, poor vaccinated schoolgirls. Well, the kitten is on zilkeen. Would you believe it? Oh, so I, I, I great segue, it. mate. Yeah. So we are. We have got on zilkeen. Also got a little bit of gabapentin. Just trying to give it the best chance of becoming a social cat that we can actually has actually gone out to a new home already. So, but we had it on, uh, we had it on the Zilkeen. So big thank you to Zilkeen. Who, wow. That's a great segue, mate. That's a big sponsor of the podcast. Love their 140, work. 147 episodes, mate. I'm nothing if not professional. Seamless, seamless milk, <laughs> milk derivative. So yeah, we, we are, the kitten uh, doesn't take to being handled a lot. So we are uh, opening the capsule, sprinkling on the food and it's really, it is actually helping us actually, Every sort of lunchtime, one of the nurses cuddling it and it's starting to purr a lot and becoming, or has, has gone to a new home, but it's really has come out of its shell. So big thank you to Zilkeen. Have yes. we got any other, other sponsors, mate? 
Oh, I believe we do. We've still got Delicate Care, uh, Delicate Care Australian made, Australian owned Diet Lewis, uh, made in made in Perth. You know uh, they they don't uh, they don't even make uh, make it stay in a hotel for fourteen days before they send it out uh, the, from the makers of uh, of Delicate Care. So uh, many different options. There's they've got the uh, wonderful Sensitive Skin and Stomach Diet, uh, which is uh, a a kangaroo and duck novel protein diet. I've actually got a dog at the moment that we're uh, that we've got on that diet. He's had uh, a chronic vomiting uh, and uh, and hemorrhagic diarrhea. He's uh, he's a he's about an eighteen month old cavoodle, and he's had four bouts of this already. So I've said, okay, well, we need to try and get him onto a novel protein diet. He tried some other ones, Lewis, but the delicate care is the one that he likes to it's eat. Come through, hey. It yes. is hard. It is hard with those owners, I reckon, that uh, they've got that young dog, and it's very hard to convince them that a food like delicate care, which is, you know, a novel protein with the, the duck and the kangaroo, and because you say to them, oh, I've got this diet that's, you know, that's, that I think we need to go on exclusive to help you with the, your diarrhea and your issue. And they go, Oh no, I've, I've been to the, been to the pet shop and they said, I'm on the hypoallergenic grain free mm. organic, you know, blah, blah. It's like, well, it's not quite the novel protein that we're looking for to, to, um, to help with your dog's bowel issues. Yeah, and, and, and that's where the great confidence comes from with use, the use of the delicate care, sensitive skin and stomach, because they've got it for dogs and cats, because it is really, really important. You know, like a, some of the other diets that are that are available, you, know, you may look and it may say that is this protein and this carbohydrate, but when you actually flip around and have a look, you see that it's still 70, 76% chicken because we all know that chicken tastes like everything. So exactly. It's, it's still got, it's still got whale and, uh, and beak feather in there. So yeah, know. yeah. Some, some, uh, you had some, some, uh, well, mo- moho whale. Yeah. Well, a couple of whales washed up lately. I wonder if there's a, there might be a new line coming out for delicate care. Do you see there's whale washed up on, uh, Phillip Island, one and down, one down Mount uh, Dramanaway too. No, really? Yeah, oh, gee, yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. It was quite sad actually. So yeah. Anyway, uh, did, did, um, what's the name of that stuff that the whales get that um that they use for the perfume? Is um this yeah? Is this this special stuff that blubber? Um, blubber. No, no, it's not blubber. No, no, it's this thing that's um. So when they, what's that? Baleen. I'm not sure if it's Baleen. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a it's the digesting of a, of the giant squid's beaks in their stomach. So their their body walls this thing off. And it's this incredibly foul smelling thing. But friends of um, Christine, how's this for a segue? Yeah, that, yeah sweet. Um, Lewis's dad. Maybe just maybe just scroll forward about three and a half minutes. Right, dad. Um, dad listens at all, mate. He's going back. He's going back over this bit. Two and, and a half, half times. Minutes. Just give us three and a half minutes and then join, join us back in again. Two um, and a half times, Dad. It's going now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this stuff. So friends of um, of Christina's sister um, found a, this this really you know, foul, foul smelling thing that washed up on uh, on the beach down um, down sort of Wombaggy-ish way. And uh, they went and and took it somewhere. They, well, they had it sitting at their house. And someone said, oh, what is that stinky? And they said, oh, we just found it down the beach. And somebody twigged and said, look, it's this stuff that comes from whales. Wow. It's actually incredibly, um, you know, expensive and, and rare. And so they ended up, um, so they threw someone, through someone, through someone, had this late night rendezvous in this hotel room in the city with this perfume maker that came in and, and literally handed over a briefcase full of cash for this wow. stuff. Wow. No oh, yeah. Way. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, 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 fully on it. So, so I, I've got no idea what the name of the stuff is. Maybe one of our listeners will let us know, Lewis. Um, but that's that is absolutely a full on thing that they've got this weird thing that uh, that whales get. It's a it's a definite I'll, incredible. I'll, I'll find the name wow. of it next week. Yeah. But anyway, well, I wonder if the whales have been washed up or got something in their stomach. That's interesting. I, 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 I think when been. the I think people do go looking for it. Mm, yeah. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. Yes. Right. Anyway, so well, speaking they, of looking, if you're looking to try and help to support this, uh, this great, you know, whale, you know, uh, stuff based podcast, um, why not go to Patreon? Search for us at, uh, go to patreon.com, two vets talk pets. Uh, you can join up for as little as $2 a month. Uh, Lewis loves sending out stickers. So why not, uh, why not get him back, head him back down to the post office, get him licking some stamps, people. You know, lick it. Lewis loves licking stamps. Not allowed to, mate. COVID can't lick them. You got to use a uh, little sponge. What do you use? You use your sweat, do you? No, the little sponge. You know, the little just sponge sort of, on the counter just, there. Just, just stick it in the armpit just to get a little bit. You know, after you've gone for a jog, just to sort of activate the activate the gum on the back of the stamp. Yeah. Now you got uh, you got on the list, here, mate. Product review. 
product well, review. Is this, is this is this a sponsorship you've got, mate? Just yourself, is it? You've you've uh, you've taken taken on some uh, just doing a little bit of a side gig. Is that right? I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to expand our repertoire, Lewis. Of uh, of trying, you're just letting people know about products that I've used that I that I think, wow, this is it this has been excellent. Just happened to get 50 boxes of it that I can see in the background there, and just just going to mention on the podcast. See if any if anyone wants to purchase one, go to. Uh, www. Dr. Robert Anderson. Yeah, Anderson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Help, help, help pay Robbie's mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> what um, you got, mate? What do you got? So we went. Um, yeah, as uh, our our listeners, particularly Lewis's dad, will know from our uh, very brief uh, one episode one forty six. So we went camping last weekend, and uh, we actually went and bought Rosie a Spinifex take anywhere pet sleeping bag Ooh. that we purchased from Anaconda here in, uh, here in Australia. It's a, uh, you know, camping and outdoor uh, adventure shop. Um, and we thought, Oh, maybe we get this, uh, get this for Rosie because it saves us lugging around her big bed. It'll just be, cause it just packs up the same size as a sleeping bag. Um, I, I did wonder how you pay for your new tent, mate. Now I know how you plug for Anaconda now. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah. that's another, I'll, I'll tell you how we, yes. how we paid for the, for the new tent because it had a, um, somebody took it back after putting it up for half an hour and they reckon one of the poles was broken and it wasn't. So I got it for cheaper and then I found a hole in it. So I've taken it back and I've got my money back. So oh my goodness, mate. Anyway, anyway, so, so the spin effects take anywhere pet sleeping bag. Right. Um, it, it is um, so it packs up the size of a little sleeping bag, and for a dog, Rosie's size. So Rosie's about sort of fifteen to sixteen kilos. I think is ideal. I have read reviews where people have had them for uh, uh, for larger dogs, so like in your low twenties. But it's this great little. So it's like a little zip out. Um, uh, sort of sleeping bag, so it's like a little bed that's got a uh, yeah, little edge on it, so they can curl up in there. But you, there's a little part at the top that you can zip up or um, or closed, so that way they can just curl in there and stick their little head outside of the little hole. So, so I think if you've got if you're going camping with a dog that's you know around sort of under the twenty kilo mark, and you're looking for a really good easily pack upable bed um i can thoroughly recommend and so does rosie she thoroughly endorses the spin effects take anywhere pet sleeping bag that's fantastic and if you follow the affiliate link for uh amazon.com backslash dr robbie anderton uh you get a little just a little bit of a just a little bit of coin going his mate that's great robbie thanks do i get do i is that, is that a co-host thing or just that, no mate, mate that's that's solely for me mate that's solely uh, for you yeah uh, so it's all it's all all me um what i would say for people though is don't go and buy it right now because um, I got it on sale, so it's now doubled in price. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, but, so keep an eye on it for when they when the sales are on, and go and get it at half price. Well, they're probably out of stock. Price. Probably out of stock now, mate. To, uh, with the plug you've given, it's all, it's all in the shed. Ra- yeah, rushing down to Anaconda to. Uh, yeah, you got your phone there, mate. You got you got your phone. I just I've just sent you through uh, another product to review. I just saw. During the week, interesting service. I wonder what you thought. Um, if you if you want to have a look, it's a little uh, Let's service have a look. that I've seen. Um, just want to read out what you got there, mate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is on the back of a uh, on on the back of a, a van. Um, yeah, it looks looks to be a big big uh, moving van. Um, uh, happy endings in home pet euthanasia. Uh, you know, at happyendingseuthanasia.com. Um, so yeah, right. That's. Uh, that's an interesting name for your for your business, isn't it? It is. Is that is that? Do you think that's a late night service? Is that is that a you know like a, you know you've got a bit a little bit of a you know how when you got a little bit of a crink in your neck at eleven pm at night and you're oh, I might just duck down to the to the local shopping center and get, go in for a for a quick quick uh, massage on the neck sort of thing. Is that is that the sort of is that that's an interesting. Business well, name, isn't it? it I, I, I can't see that there's a little um, there's one of those little neon lights that flash yes. open on there, which yes. I think is the uh, the other the other telltale sign of prerequisite. Those, but, um, prerequisite. You know, do Do you reckon that? Oh, and, and have you seen the the personalised? Not 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 that we should sort of read out his number plate, given that it's um, but you know it's there on that picture. Uh, you've seen that it's uh, yeah, uh, uh, HPYNDNS Happy Endings. Yeah, clever. Clever. So, um, do, do you think he should have uh, he should have uh, possibly possibly brainstormed that with a couple of his contemporaries and said, oh, "Look, I'm going to do this home euthanasia service. I'm going to call it Happy Endings." Well, well, uh, you know what, Bruce? It, maybe you need to maybe you need to work, you know, workshop that a little bit further. I'm, I mean, I, I I get the sentiments there. You know, yeah. if you, if you, you know, every we're all looking for that for our pet at the end. Yeah. 
Um, yes. But yeah, I, I yeah, I think it needs a little bit of work. Or, just I guess just a little bit of work. I guess you remember it. It's always, yeah. you know, you go, oh, I don't want a home house call euthanasia. Well, there's happy endings, of course, which might get you a little bit of a strange look from some people. I want, I hope he's um, got a, a different uh, a different name that comes up on the uh, on the uh, the credit card receipts. You know, because. <laughs> Oh, you know, like, news, I mean, a, local news agent or something. And, and, well, well, no. So, you know, imagine you know, you're going through the going through your credit card uh, um, <laughs> statement, and you and you're trying to look, and you go, oh, geez, it's 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 not bad enough that we've just had a dog put to sleep, but now here's as a there's a you know, there's a charge here for a happy endings home happy service, en- happy endings proprietary limited home service. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Gee, hard little- to explain. Little, little, uh, yeah, little, little, um, yeah, community service thing there. You know, anyone that's got, you know, little kids listening, maybe, uh, you know, don't, don't let them have listened to the previous, you know, four minutes. <laughs> I don't think so. That's <laughs> all right. It's all good. There is a fantastic, actually, home euthanasia service in Melbourne. Do you use my best friends? Shout out to uh, a non sponsor. Yeah, uh, yeah, we 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 have um, when when we haven't been able to go out and uh, and and help out our clients at times because we've been you know sort of understaffed or anything like that. We have we have sent people that to, to them because it is it is good to have a a, a home euthanasia service. I mean, we like I say we try and do it if we yes. can, but yes, uh, but some, sometimes we just we just flat out can't. So, but yeah. anyway, I thought I thought that was interesting, mate. I mean, it's it's a it's a bit of a serious topic, euthanasia, but it had a little uh, add a little spice to it's, it at, it's at the end the, there. It's not the right, you know. It's just not the right name for it, you know. I, like I see what he was trying to do, but it just just fell short. He or she? Yes, I we mean, don't no, know. It's a picture, picture of a dude on the back. Well, that doesn't mean it's him. Oh, he's got it a stethoscope. Be, could be a stock for. Oh, oh, so he's got a stethoscope. He must be, must be a vet. Actually, come moving on to something a bit actually not so nice as well. This is an article in the uh, in abc.net.au that the duck season. Did you, uh, did you know ducks? I didn't think duck seasons were still happening. I couldn't believe it when I saw this article. Mm. Victorian Game Management Authorities announced that the Victorian duck hunting season will run for 20 days from May 26, sparking any anger from animal rights activists who want a ban and the nationals who call it a ban by stealth. Oh. I, just, I didn't know that duck hunting still happened. I, I, was, I couldn't believe it. So I was reading through this. Yeah, hunters will be allowed a daily bag limit of two game ducks per day for the entire season. Andy Medic from the Animal Justice Party says beyond disappointed the season was going ahead because aerial survey indicated bird numbers down were down by almost a quarter. The fact that the government has declared hunters are only allowed to kill two birds per day of shortened a season shows there is a significant concern for the numbers of birds. If that's the case, the only responsible decision would have been to have no season at all and to ban recreational duck shooting in Victoria permanently. I'll go with that. Why not? Move has also angered nationals leader Peter Walsh, who said the restricted season yeah, was, was a move to destroy hunting in Victoria by stealth. With the current- Hang on, uh, by stealth, aren't these guys that run around in the bush dressed in, in, in khaki coloured clothes, you know, carrying big guns, trying to shoot animals that can't see them? You know, and they're worried that you know they're worried about this being a ban by stealth. Their whole thing is stealth. Well, interesting. There is a photo, and it's got the guys in the camo gear standing in the middle of a lake. Now, <laughs> if you're going to disguise yourself in the middle of a lake, I wouldn't have thought you'd be wearing the camo. Yeah, wouldn't you be wearing some sort of blue water color thing? So they go, oh, look at that shimmering, beautiful bit of blue there. But no, it's um, look, there's a. There's a man dressed in camouflage in the middle of the lake. I think there's two ways to go about this. You know, um, I, I think it, I, I'm not a, I'm not a, a gun uh, a gun freak. It, it must be said. Um, so I think if if people do want to do want to hunt ducks, I think one of the big things is is that a the ducks have got no recourse. You know, there's no that they can't defend themselves or attack themselves. So, so you think maybe, arming the ducks is the answer, mate? That's very. It's very, uh, should we say, well, we've got a lot of this, but um, it's quite, um, no, we won't say, but arming the ducks, you think that's the solution, mate? I think ducks are pacifists. So I don't think even if you were to arm the ducks, I don't think the ducks would actually uh, try to, um, I don't think the ducks would be prepared to defend themselves. Um, So I think we're better off trying to utilize some other 
species that will actually attack humans. Um, and, and what oh. should happen there is that the, the hunters should have to wear some sort of a, a, a pheromone or stimulant that will help to try and raise the, um, the, you know, the, the hackles raise the the um the the uh, the anger of these of these animals. So then that way, while they're trying to hunt the ducks, they've got something else trying to hunt them. So you think they're, like they're koala koala bears, mate? Release some koala bears out there to attack them. Hey, yeah, I'm I'm not saying that we should or shouldn't have chlamydial koalas hunting after <laughs> these duck hunters, but I'm open to any sorts of suggestions. Yeah, right, and a bit of pheromone to attract them. Yes, yes. Let's 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 try and work out. Um, you know, surely there's got to be some essential oil that's in eucalyptus. That if you, you know, because there's so many different oils, Lewis. There must be one that causes the more sedentary effects that we see on koalas, but one that is like really stimulatory. Get let's find what that stimulatory one is, and let's rub that all over the kneecaps of these of these duck hunters. Right? Could you imagine that? Imagine how proud we'd be of koalas then, yeah. Lewis. Taking down the duck hunters. That'd be fair game. That would be stunning. Be fair game, wouldn't it? Oh, so, and, then, and then think of the tourism. Imagine, imagine how many international tourists, when they're allowed to come back into Australia, that is, that would want to go and watch these these uh, these these koalas just go the purge on all these duck hunters. I love it. What a novel approach. Um, very nice. Well, hunters were allowed to kill are allowed to kill seven of the eight game duck species. Oh. Now you're a vet, mate. You're yeah. a, you're a bird lover from way back. Oh, way back. Yeah, way back. Back at, back at uni, you were you were a huge bird lover. I was I was I was all for the feathers. Can you name seven of the eight game duck species? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so I, I, can, I so. can actually. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no. right. Thought so. so. So we've got we've got Donald Daffy, <laughs> right? Huey Dewey Louie. Not talking pop pop culture, mate. Uncle Scrooge. Woody? Howard Howard the Duck. That's your seven. Well done, Woody. What about Woody? No, Woody Woody's a woodpecker. a woodpecker. Oh, yeah. He's a woodpecker. He's the eighth one that you can't identify. Yeah. 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 The- he's, he's like the fifth beetle. <laughs> beetles. Dung beetles. Oh, the yes. beetles are the singers. Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Singers, you know, love, yeah, love, love yeah. me do. That sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a, the Pacific black duck, the mountain duck, chestnut teal, gray teal, pink-eared duck. Ducks. Right. Yes, I, got I, a, I do remember the the pink eared duck. Yeah. Do yes. you think? Do you think at the end of a a shotgun when you've got a duck in its sights, are you going? I can see its ears, Terry. That's definitely a pink eared one. Kaboom! And boom! Yeah, no more. No more. No more. A, a, a wood duck and a hard head duck. Now a hard headed duck. They'd be easy. They got the little. They got a little helmet on, haven't they? Obviously. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, little yeah. little protective helmet. Yeah, they, so they tink, you can't tink. see their pink ears. Yeah, <laughs> you go. That one's uh, hard head masquerading as a pink yeah. eared, or the other way around. Pink eared masquerading as a hard head because it's got a stack hat on. So, so which of the what does it have the name of the eighth duck that has a, a much better uh, 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 manager and PR department that's managed to get them off the uh, off the huntable list? The blue winged shoveler. Oh, you're carrying I'm, a shovel. I'm, 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 I'm glad the shoveler is, is safe. Yes, me too. Because the, the, their numbers are down at the moment. Yes. There's been too yeah. much digging. Yeah, they're in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> and they dig themselves out of a hole because they've just been shot too many times. They're six feet under, too many of them. So identify, I mean, I, I don't know, mate. How, how good are you at identifying a duck at the end of a... Barrel I, I, can't, I can't tell the difference between a cavoodle and a cobber dog and a, you oh. know, and a, you know, oh, a, a so, you know, gee whiz, what chance am I going to have of, of, of trying to peg the difference between a hard headed, pink eared, blue teal, you know, wood duck. Yeah, exactly. You get the new puppy in or the new kitten. And you, if you don't get the breed right, it's like you hold vet degrees down the toilet, isn't it? Sometimes. Oh, gee, you know, what, uh, you, what breed are we looking at here? Oh, well, it's a Nova Scotia tolling duck. Haven't you duck retriever? Haven't you seen many of those? Well, yes, I have seen those, but it looks like a, a Labrador to me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which breed was that from? <laughs> oh, I found him on Gumtree. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, Gumtree gonna, is selling the pure bred ones of those, yeah. aren't they? I've got, no. I've got a really interesting story that I'll have to tell you off air about that. But anyway, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Excellent. We better keep moving, I reckon, because we are. So, uh, Run out of time. 
All advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following an advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let, let us know if we missed anything or if you need any clarification. And there's no break. So let's just crack straight on. No, straight on. We can have a little break. And we're yeah. back. Welcome hey, back, everyone. Back. Hey, there geez. we go. Oh, I feel better after that. Refreshed. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on. You got, you got, you just, you've just got this little red dot right in the middle of your forehead there, mate. I think the <laughs> National Party have come, yeah, Let me come just take hunting my, you down. It must be those pink ears of mine and my hat. Yes. You know, yeah, I'll take, take the hat off. Get that helmet back on, mate. <laughs> the, the hard hat. What was it? The hard hat. Duck. Hard, hard-headed duck. Hard-headed duck. The wood yes. duck. The wood duck. The chestnut teal. That sounds like a sweet one, doesn't it? Really it nice. It does. Yeah, yeah, chestnut yeah. Chestnut teal. So that, that would have been a better name for the home euthanasia service. Chestnut teal. Yeah, no, possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. I reckon, whatever it was, a hard head. You th- oh, no, that wouldn't get answer. The happy ending. No, we won't go there. Anyway. So, Lewis, I wanted to talk about kennel cough. Yes. Because we have seen a lot of kennel cough uh, around our area lately. Have you seen much of it around where you are? I wouldn't said it's kennel cough season around our area at the moment. No, I I don't think I've seen it. No, I, I wouldn't say it is at the moment. Any mm, interesting? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, so, so we've we've had uh, probably for the last last six weeks we've had a lot of it. Um, so, so you must have, you'd be running out of antibiotics, mate, wouldn't you? Oh, mate, just 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 shoveling <laughs> shoveling the doxycycline out the door like nothing else. Right. Um, so anyway, thought, tell us about let's it. Have a, let's, let's have a quick chat about kennel cough because it is something that is a very common thing that we do that we do see, but uh, a lot of times owners don't really know all that much about it. So, so kennel cough that one of the big uh, mistakes that people make is that you know you say, "Oh, your dog's got kennel cough," but it's never been to the kennel. Well, you don't actually catch it off the kennel; you catch it from the dogs that are in the kennel that happen to have infectious canine cough. But you can pick it up anywhere. You can pick it up walking down the street, off lead dog park sorry i'm talking too quickly um down at the dog beaches things like that um but yes you can get it at kennels as well well hence the hence the uh, what in the last i don't know 15 years the name change with they're trying to uh to bring in calling it canine cough instead of kennel cough now so yes. that it says no uh you know no one goes um can get that issue sort of uh, uh confused confuse that issue which is then interesting, you know, a quick sidebar. We're going to call it canine cough. Why not call it dog cough? We've got cat flu. We don't have feline flu. Yeah, well, is cat flu an actual true diagnosis or just something that we just call it? Well, is, is, is it is it's not canine a flu. cough? It's not a flu. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's not. Yes. No, no, no. But don't call um, it, you don't call it cat sneeze. Cat sneeze? No, yeah, kennel no, co- no. Canine cat conjunctivitis. Cough. Feline sneeze and and dog cough. It's clear as mud. <laughs> clear as mud. Anyway, who so makes you, these things up? Oh, yeah, you couldn't make it up. You no, could not make it up. No. Um, so so canine cough um is a a common, very very common infectious disease. It's spread by it's about. Oh, seven or eight different organisms that can potentially it can potentially spread it, all of which are spread through aerosolization. So you've got a dog that's infected, that dog coughs or sneezes or you know rubs up against the face of another dog, and then that other dog then gets those bugs into its system. And depending on the level of immunity that that dog's got, it can then get the canine cough. Um, the the Pretty classic signs of canine cough is, a, is what we Hang call on. a. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, canine cough. Uh, sneezing. Um, yeah. Um, uh, runny nose. Runny nose. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Any, any other symptoms? Mucky of canine eyes. cough at all? Yeah. Go, no. Yeah. no, no. It's, it's pretty well just that the dogs cough, to be oh, honest. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it Jesus. predominantly? It's on front of street as you they say. cough. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's no burying the lead on that. Yeah. So, so these dogs cough and they get quite a marked, loud, what we call um, a goose honk cough, um, and often with what we call then a terminal retch. So, um, here's where uh, I know we did wow. this in, a, Hang in on. a previous episode. This is you're, where I get my my Emmy award winning. Uh, you're, you're crossing. You're crossing the stories here, mate. You've got the goose. You haven't the identified goose? the goose. Yes. And the terminal ending from the uh, from the euthanasia service. Well, you really you're segueing it up, mate, aren't you? Oh, it's 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 all about it's all about trying to callbacks. It's callbacks. <laughs> it's what they talk about with comedy. Do you do the yes. callbacks? Yes, we definitely don't do that. So, so here's the uh, here's a, a little <laughs> interpretation, my interpretation of the uh, of the uh, canine cough. <clears throat> me 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 me. <coughs> <coughs> 
Thank you. Thank you very much. That everybody. is, if I had sound effects hooked up, that is fantastic, mate. Thank you. That's, you, that's 20 years of Do you do that experience. every day? Do you do that over the phone or when are you, when are you doing that? Oh, in front of the in front of the clients. Right. When they say when they say, "Oh, I think my dog's," you know, I had had one come in uh, yesterday where they said, "Oh, my dog's vomiting," um, and you know, other people have been trying to deal with this dog vomiting. And I said, "Oh, I've got we got it on a video." Oh, excellent. Show me the video. Yeah, love the video. Now, now, now you, you don't see him at the start, but then you know, once I find where he is, then you can see him trying to do the vomit. And so you're here in the background, you know, as they're running around in the lounge room trying to find where the dog is. You hear this into the mic. And then they finally get the video on the dog, and the dog goes, ah! and they go, "See, he's trying to vomit." Said, Those three costs beforehand, I think that's the that's the key, and then that's the final bit. Yeah, right, right. So what happens with these dogs? They get this really marked inflammation of their windpipe and of their bronchi, and then that's the cough that they get. They get this real marked, you know, dry, hacking cough, which sometimes they can bring up a little bit of froth or phlegm or a little bit of um, little bit of food sometimes as well if they've just eaten. So it can look like they are vomiting, but what they are actually doing is just coughing and trying to clear their airways out. Um, the thing with kennel cough is, is that it is uh, generally a fairly mild infection. It's usually self limiting. So usually we don't have to worry about treating them with, uh, with antibiotics because like, that's what we did back in the black and white days when we thought everything needed antibiotics. But yes. we know that a lot of these, uh, a lot of these infections are actually caused by viruses and antibiotics don't do nothing for viruses. So, um, on. so while there are some bacteria that can cause it, I usually wait until if the animal's signs getting worse, they're unwell, they've got fevers, or it looks like on x-ray, if they've been coughing for a while, they've got changes in their lungs. That'll be the only time I'll use antibiotics. But certainly we will use uh, medications to try and help them out with the cough. So we'll use uh, cough suppressants. Sometimes we need to use anti-inflammatories or even um, we've had a dog with the worst kennel cough I've had in 20 years, a couple of months ago, and um, she just would not stop coughing. So we ended up having to treat her with some uh with some prednisolone some steroids right. to help like like a like a kid with croup to try and help to settle down the uh settle down all that inflammation so so yeah it's um you know horses for courses you know if the dog's bright happy bouncy feeling really really good then you might not treat with anything but we check to make sure that they are, are otherwise healthy um but if they're at all looking unwell then we start to uh start to treat them accordingly yeah, right. And uh, and obviously they're infectious for a period of time when they've got it. So do you have a are they are they off to the uh, the Mercure or the Park Park Royal for fourteen days? confined to their room mate with like with the tennis players or, or absolutely what yeah yep. yeah and the yep. dogs are just throwing the tennis balls against the uh, against <laughs> the, the mattress yeah yes. just, just so they can play fetch with themselves and then complaining um, that they can't get to the dog wash that they normally get to every second day or so yes yeah they, yeah. they keep they keep trying to uber eats their dog walkers to try and bring them up some bring them up some <laughs> treats they go but, what's this canned food we keep being given yes. where's our where's our delicate care where our is the delicate care? exactly and bring some zilkine because i'm feeling a bit stressed a bit stressed out yeah i keep, I keep weighing on the care couch um a big big hello to anyone listening to this in uh, in hotel quarantine um so so no how long look i think it's i, I think it I, I usually say to people you know you wait until probably about sort of five to seven days after the clinical signs have cleared up it's usually about sort of 10 days 14 days that then you're right to get back out and be seeing other dogs but the main thing is as well you don't want them exercising very much because they will cough a lot more if they do go out for walks and runs and things like that and especially if you're walking your dogs around with uh with collars that you're leading them around on yeah yeah exactly yeah um and uh did you touch on why the vaccine you can still get it if you're vaccinated did we mention aha uh -huh. well that that then you know leads us quite nicely into our mailbag question which is actually oh. the thing that made me think is the reason why uh, we should talk about it this week so we've got a question from james who says uh hi guys my doggo had a vaccination for kennel cough but still got kennel cough does this mean that the vaccination hasn't worked oh is it was it Pfizer? Is it AstraZeneca? Is oh. it the Moderna? Which one are we talking? You know, yeah. Did, did it get two doses at once because yeah. of, because the vet wasn't trained up properly? Was it was it Pete Evans' Van de Graaff machine that didn't work? What are we talking about? Oh, it's hard to say. So. There's, so we, we were saying before that there's seven or eight different bugs that can potentially cause kennel cough, and by bugs I mean viruses, bacteria, that sort of stuff. We've only got vaccines against a few of them. So yep. there are still a host of those organisms that we actually don't have any vaccines to protect them for. So it all depends on 
what organism it is that's causing the infection, but also what we call the virulence of that uh, of that organism too. So what the vaccines will do against your parainfluenzas, your bordetella and your um, uh, adenoviruses is they will help to try and lessen the severity. So what you're hoping is going to happen is that if your dog gets exposed to those uh, organisms that they're vaccinated for, that the clinical signs will be less severe and will hang around for less time. Yep. But it's not something where you're going to say, right, it's had it and therefore it's completely clear your never, dog's never going to get kennel cough because they can still get it. But it's still worthwhile, I think, vaccinating them for it. Yeah, it, I definitely recommend vaccine. Mm. I always sort of say, I, I feel that uh, dogs that uh, have been vaccinated, yeah, don't don't get it as badly. Definitely as as dogs that are unvaccinated. Um, often unvaccinated dogs become it can become quite unwell on it. You have to hospitalise them on a drip if if they they become really sick. Thing that um sometimes I see, I reckon, is the cough can linger for a long time in some dogs. So yes, you sort of say, oh, you know, have some cough syrup for you know three three days or so, and it should be should be settling down then. But I just have the occasional one that just goes on for weeks and weeks. So mm. maybe that cortisone is a good idea here. Yeah. 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 So, so what I'll usually do, and this is, you know, just talk, talk to your own vet about what, uh, what they, they would recommend you do. And it, um, but what I'll do with those dogs is that if I've used, uh, yeah, so check them out, cough still going, check them again, do a, take a chest X-ray so that you can check and make sure it doesn't look like there's any obvious changes within the lungs as though yeah. from a, from a bronchopneumonia point of view. So infection within the lungs or mm. changes within the lungs. Um, and if their temperature is okay, then yeah, I'll treat them with cortisone. And I'll say, look, these are the risks of treating with cortisone. But yeah. I know when my kids had croup, oh. they just went, they just went straight on a prednisolone. It's like, just, 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 just dish it out. There you go. Didn't you know, they, mate. The first time they get croup, you don't know what to do. The second time they get it. Yep. Straight on the ready pred. Yeah, oh, and then bang yeah. away you go. Yeah, so, um, so I think the that the key is is that, yeah, and I think it, one of the other things is it depends on the health of the animal's airways to begin with too. So if you've got an mm. older dog who's got chronic bronchitis anyway, you're going to have chronic airway change. So therefore, any infection is going to be worse. You know, same as if you've already got arthritis and somebody kicks you in the leg. Well, chances are your leg's going to be more sore than what it would be that if somebody kicked you in the leg and you didn't have arthritis. Yeah. So, yep, yep. so if you've got pre-existing disease within those airways and then you get an infection it's always going to take longer to clear up if you're a 70 year old ex-smoker and then you you know you you pick up covid chances are you're not going to shake it off as well as what mm. somebody younger would do mm. interesting when you talk about vaccines and stuff is uh there's no variation is there we just know that we don't have a different kennel cough vaccine every year like we do the flu vaccine or all the, the the variations that are coming out in the co in the coronavirus so that must a really be a good point yeah, yeah. there must be very low um muta mutations coming through i guess and and That's uh, interesting and as, again, there's another interesting sidebar on that. Like, so where we're very lucky here in Australia that we don't have um, canine influenza, mm. you know, uh, which is a, a big, a big, bad, nasty thing that yes. um, our listeners over in America will have to um, have to deal with. Um, and I wonder whether or not the canine uh, influenza carries the same degree of mutations. I don't, yeah. I don't even know whether or not they've actually even got a vaccine for canine influenza. Maybe some of our uh, our, our American you know, listeners that are in the know can uh, can update us uh, antipodes down here on the south of the globe mike my, my, um mike studdett the virologist he, he might want to uh, uh chip in a few words remember old mike from uni i do remember if he can still manage if he's still kicking around and still listening to podcasts mike started why not get in why not get involved i do actually a friend of ours uh a friend who listens yeah who uh who's uh, wife, I think he's good friends with Mike and, and Virginia's daughter. So there is, I think there's, I think he's still kicking around, old man. No, oh, well, there you go. There you, you know, go. It's a, it's a small world, this vet game. You've got to be very it? careful. Isn't it? Anyway, but big shout out to Giles if you're listening, mate. Yeah, Giles. My mate Giles. Oh, yeah. Giles. Oh, there you go. Good on you, Giles. Yeah. Um, so so there you go, James. So 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 does that mean so because your dog got kennel cough doesn't mean that the vaccine didn't work. It means that it may have been exposed to an organism that it wasn't actually in the vaccine, or that yeah, at least that if it was one of the ones that you have vaccinated for it's probably been less severe than what it would have been otherwise. Yeah. So still, still get a vaccination. And I guess theoretically there are the occasional animal won't respond to a vaccine too, for whatever reason. Oh, you're absolutely right. So yes, a, small, a non responder. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Definitely. Alrighty. Well, uh, that's a, that's a wrap, mate. That's a, that's a full episode there, dad. So um, hopefully you're still awake. Um, yeah. 
Hopefully, hopefully this one's just right for you, Dr. Yes, yes, the Goldilocks. I like that. I like that a lot, mate. (laughs) I say that at work all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we're just just trying to Goldilocks it, you know. So we've got, you know, this this level of medication. So so I say it with gabapentin, you know, when we're talking about gabapentin, Mm. you know, where you've got, yeah, so this level of medication might, you know, uh, might take away your pain, but then it might cause sedation. But this one, you know, it might not take away the pain. So we're just trying to Goldilocks it. We're just trying to find that, you know, that just right dose yeah right very nice man i'm gonna that's lovely i'm gonna take that on myself go for it go for it excellent all righty well if you've uh, if you've got any questions you can certainly get on to us uh we're on all the socials two vets talk pets at gmail.com uh robbie's on only fans as we said last week um he's also uh, he's also um on ebay plus aren't you mate as well oh, absolutely yeah that, that's where i've got my list of things that you can that you can purchase for me yeah what was it you're buying there i can't remember anyway so <laughs> Um, we're also on Patreon if you if you really like us uh, chatting on and waffling on. Actually, we got a got a review, didn't we, mate? Um, oh, we did get a review. Yeah, we got a new review. Did I? Did you? Have you got that there? Oh, it was fantastic. I was very you, um, impressed. You got to hear was, messages. Um, if you want to leave us a review, please go, go to it. iTunes and uh, and you can leave us a review like Baboons has. Baboons, yes. Top Aussie pet podcast, full of info and great talks. The two guys would pass as Abbott and Costello, only that they are vets. Great work, guys. Have learnt a lot. Five stars. Wow. Like, uh, well, we're not vets. We're not politicians. Like uh, Tony Abbott, Peter Costello. That's obviously who they're referencing. Well, well then we were, yeah, for any for any of the uh, non-Australian uh, listeners, <laughs> I was trying to work out which one of, uh, between Lewis and I, they reckon would be the Tony Abbott, the one that would eat the onions <laughs> while wearing the uh, the red budgie smugglers. The budgies. I mean, you've, you've, you've definitely got the rig for it, mate, after showing that uh, your, your water skiing prowess. Thank you, thank you. Maybe I should put that on Instagram, Mom. <laughs> water, water skiing, but no, we won't. One, one no, of these, no one wants to one, see that. One of the stiffest humans you've ever seen on water. Yeah, well, yes. Yes, there's a joke there, but I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard work. Anyway, we did go water skiing on the weekend, and it was a lot of fun. So I got up and uh, cool. yeah, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, guys, that's a wrap. Peace out, everyone. Bye. Scratch you later. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.